Hello and welcome to Penny Thoughts. That's my podcast, the podcast of Penny Pepper, and you all know who I am, I hope. Penny Pepper, author, Penny Pepper poet, Penny Pepper activist, occasionally in the corners and also in most of my work if not all my work it's hiding there and of course how could I forget I am a performer am I a performer I'm a reader I'm a spoken word poet and I am sure none of you have forgotten that but uh, less touring but hopefully more reading more speaking aloud with you so go to my Facebook page and you will hear about that. I've got a Facebook page, Penny Pepper Writer, I believe it's called, and all my updates and lots of other exciting bits get on there too. little frilly valentine special in the corners in the dark maybe because i don't really believe no i don't i don't believe in all that commercialized shite but nonetheless let's celebrate all things love all things romantic in today's penny thoughts where am i I am at St Pancras station because I live dangerously. St Pancras International, I should say, but I live dangerously. Who's scared of the coronavirus? Not me. So I am I can't resist going shopping in this place of many people and marvelous meetings and exchanges it's one of my favorite places in london of course i have been on the eurostar and i hope to go again very soon in a couple of months but at the moment i am just wandering around i'm thinking maybe i need to buy a new dress because i do but i hope that the sound isn't too bad this is the first time I've done this on a new uh, microphone for my iPhone which is actually very accessible for me to use but uh, let's crack on I'm going to try and buy a dress I'm moving along now going through the crowds it can be a little scary because uh, there's a hell of a lot of people and oh Oliver Bonas Bona I'm going to see what we have in this lovely shop I'll be back in a minute 
so now what are we looking at what's, what's the price 75 only. oh 75 <laughs> no this this dress might become uh, the dress for my valentine's uh, day date with my lovely kev so um we we will have to see but uh I'm, I don't like having sort of poverty thoughts. I think that's wrong. However, um, it would have to be a damn good dress for me to spend £75. So I'm just going to have a little look around and see. Now, just for my, um, my beloved, I want to say I'm looking at lots of dresses. I'm crammed in a little tight corner now. Uh, where there's lots of uh, furniture. I think it's got a better name, shop furniture, um, which I will probably wreck. But I wanted to say for my beloved that there's a hell of a lot of brown. He is the god of brown and orange. So, you know, I have to say that, but, but I don't really wear brown. Sorry, darling, I don't wear brown. I'm on the move again, I'm on the move again. What's that? Is that another paper chase? Oh, well, I think my dress might be in good old Marks and Spencers, but I'm not sure. Anyway, I'm going to dash into paper chase. Who needs an excuse to go rummaging amongst stationery? I'm hoping that uh, I'm not booming too much. I'm, I'm still, a, still a little beginner, but I wanted to say let's leave St Pancras for a little moment and um, move on to a poem with a romantic theme for Valentine's. So this poem, which is it's quite romantic, but it is called A Pre-Raphaelite Blizzard. I went to you in the blizzard, snow fell in a frosting of tears. Your heart that was beaten and withered awoke from a sleep of great years. You're still that pale man who shivered whose words are icicle spears. They hang like lost dogs on a gibbet, howling, but no one shall hear. I ache to the thoughts that I savour, like Janie in her lost, lonely years, and at your dark door how I waver, wondering who will appear. You smile and here is my refuge, the moonlight shines away near. My pellucid skin blushes red rouge and you kiss me away from my beer. But we know when love should be shattered. We know what is wrong is unclear. For a moment, a pause, we mattered and that memory is worth any fear. And now 
a small extract from a story from Desires, which I know many of you have read, and you've also sent me the most wonderful comments, which are always appreciated. Every writer loves to know that readers enjoy their work, and uh, this was quite something because. For those of you that don't know, Desires is an erotic collection of fiction that is stories of disabled people in relationships, having sex, having traumas, sadness, broken hearts, barriers, obstacles, but jogging along in life, exposing what is not usually seen. And I wrote the original copy in 2003. There's not many hard softback copies left. I have a few. If anyone's interested in buying one of them, let me know. It's also available on Amazon as an ebook in all formats, which is a slightly revised version. Yes, I forgot to say that that, that uh, e-version is called Desires Reborn and I believe it's, uh, it's available on Amazon and other e-book platforms and it's not very expensive at all, so do enjoy. So the small extract I'm going to read today is from a story called The Summer is Free and it's set in the 80s. And Linda is in one of these interminable rehabilitation hospital type places um, where many of us of that generation would be put to basically uh, just grind us into some semblance of what the non-disabled world thought was normality. But life will out and love will out. And so Linda has struck up a relationship with Mark, who is a young porter, supports the miners' strike, anti-Thatcher, and things develop. They came to a clearing at the centre of this clearing was a small stone building with a domed roof held up by several thin pillars. Under the roof, a stone bench circled around a larger central pillar that was decorated with ragged ribbons of ivy and bindweed. Jumbles of trees surrounded the open area, throwing down agitated shadows. <sighs> what a weird little thing. Why do you think it's here? Linda shivered, but it smelt green and earthy as the heat of the sun baked the space. The land used to belong to some Lord Bloggs or other, you know, the scum aristocracy. <laughs> he pushed her chair so she was beside the stone bench where he sat down. I think it's just a forgotten curiosity. He paused to reach into his pocket and pulled out a tin. Linda watched as he removed a scrawny-looking roll-up. She realised it was a joint. Can I try some? she asked. 
after he had taken a long drag. Have you done it before? He looked at her doubtfully. It might react badly with medicine or something. Oh, of course, I do it every night, you bugger. Nurse Humpty Hampton back there supplies it. Don't be so silly. Let me try. She grinned, and he held the joint out for her to take. Her small fingers strained to get hold of it. Without speaking, he pulled it back to ease between her lips. She took a tentative suck. At once she felt harsh warmth fly through her bud and float into her head. Okay, Lynn? I can't get out of this chair easily. You've seen me wobbling about. You'll have to help me. She didn't think it would be all that comfortable, but decided she wanted to be closer to him. This was Mark. She felt okay and he knew about her situation. It was silly to be suddenly embarrassed about the shape of her body and her so-called limitations. When he put his hand on her leg, she was still surprised despite her nighttime imaginings. What are you doing? Touching your thigh, actually. Do you mind? He stroked up and down edging his fingers under the hem of her skirt and smiling. No, I don't mind, I'm just surprised. In a flash of bravery, she put her hand on his. Not what I expected. He moved so that his face was close and he kissed her on the lips. With the softest movement, eased the tip of his tongue inside her mouth. His arms wrapped around her. Her elbows protested and her back spasmed. She didn't care and flowed into the movement. He smelt good. He was warm and his arms felt safe. So having mooched around St Pancras, St Pancras, I, I keep calling that, it's, we know it as St Pancras, um, uh, and me and um, the lovely Liz Carr will often try and catch up for a quick cuppa. So it is with great pleasure and much gratitude for Liz sparing time for me that we meet Liz Carr. Today, I'm in the cafe at UCH, University College Hospital, off the Euston Road, demonstrating my highly glamorous life. Um, oh, lots of background noise and people coming in and out and the smell of toast. There's the light, delicate smell of toast. I'm just having a... Uh, my daily blast cappuccino um, and I am going to say hello to Liz Carr 
our very own international superstar. Hello, Liz. Hi, Pen. Are we going to talk about Valentine's Day? We can talk about anything you want, but Valentine's is coming up. It is, and I've already called it a pile of shite. Wow. Commercialised shite, so I don't know. You're old romantic. Well, I am quite romantic, but you know, it's all those endless. You, I think you can get a card from your cat. Yes. For Valentine's now, and I'm not but really. I quite like a card. <laughs> but <laughs> to you and your lovely other half. Yes. Do Valentine's? Uh, yes. Madly? No. Uh, no, we don't. But then we would we would celebrate anything. I think it's the whole uh, crit thing of you know appreciating everything and celebrating everything and being happy to be alive. So we Absolutely. do. So we have you know the day that we met, the day that we first whatever, the day that we uh, like, like yeah, it's first date, first met, first slept together. You know, yeah. And do you remember that? Yeah, I remember remember all those things. (laughs) I do, I remember the biggies. You know, I was thinking, what did we do last year for Valentine's? Uh, Usually usually nice food, being cosy, being together. uh, Yeah, but we also do romantic things or thinking of each other things that aren't about that day and I think that's what you're saying is like why should it be this one day and of course there is that pressure you know before I was with a partner um, before I was with Joe, it, you, it's a day where you just feel a bit inept and I know yeah. whether you should or you shouldn't is a different matter but yeah. I did yeah. because you feel I'm missing that one thing that I'm being told I should have today yeah. because love's being so glorified in that day you know and so I, I think I think it is a problematic day and maybe this should just be you celebrate well, those not, days yeah, that something I, to you yeah I don't think I'm not totally against it. I mean, I live in Hastings where you have a festival week, which is great. And uh, we have one coming up soon, which is Fat Tuesday. And that's like our mini Mardi Gras, yes. which we've just created and it's wonderful. But is there, you know, I know you always know this stuff. Uh, is there some kind of pagan reason why we celebrate Valentine's on the 14th? No, I think... As far as I know, it's a, it is a Saint Valentine's, but I must admit, I'm, la- I'm slacking that I don't know whether there's any pagan Men. beginnings. It might be Roman, because there was a lot of Roman festivals and God knows what, which celebrated these things. And then, and then the Christians came and sucked them all up. Oh, I'll get some feedback about that. <laughs> Well, we've just had uh, St. Bridget, who was bride, uh, um, the, uh, and she was um, a Celtic goddess of visions and poets, and, right. and also the beginning of spring, and it became Candlemas, so uh, it's possible. Yeah. But I do, I do love Valentine's, but I think you're absolutely right, if you're not in a partnership, it can underline your yeah it can underline and really even if you're together like I think last year my uh it was in between my dad dying and my dad's funeral 
Yeah. And so, you know, I don't think we got cards for each other. And then we felt a little bit, you know, as ridiculously close as we are and fine with each other, the fact that we hadn't been able to do the things that we would normally do to celebrate, yes. again made us acutely aware of yes. almost failing at yeah. Valentine's. So, you know. Yeah, and that is it, isn't it? Because you're always up against this idea of reaching the mark of whatever it is you're meant to be doing as a crit and uh, if you haven't got a partner um, you haven't got any money blah 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 and I suppose that's it it's that inherent pressure to buy the biggest card mind you my other half Kevin has booked we're going to uh, this will make you come face it will make Liz come the face we're going to a jazz evening oh. Wow. Yeah. Does he love you? <laughs> yeah. I, I, hopefully it's nice, tuneful jazz. Right. Uh, I'll have to report next month on how we got on. And we're going for an Italian. It's very nice. So we yeah. will be... And it is our 10th year anniversary, roughly. So... I like the roughly there. Well, because I can't remember exactly the day we met. I know that he asked me out and I said no. <laughs> so the Do you roughly. remember that? Do you remember the first time Joe asked you out? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but that's we were doing everything on text, so we sort of got it together. I vaguely remember yeah, that. At a so friend's was... leaving do. Yeah. Uh, then they left, and I got her number from this friend. So Joe was with her friend uh, Lisa, and I was at home, and then I got Joe's direct number so we just texted 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 and then we very quickly worked out this was going somewhere we just knew anyway and so the next day that we could make that was on a friday was the next friday but what was weird is on the thursday it was a disability arts event that we were both going to i was performing at and joe was paing for someone for the, at the bbc and so we did see each other so that was very kind of hot in a sort of for play way yeah, yeah. and then our date was yeah was the next day we met under the halo at angel <laughs> up at angel so uh, they keep talking about pulling it down so we're very passionate we don't want it to be pulled no down. i lived in east Lincoln too guys and that's where the angel is and there's some lovely wings with the halo and i hope that it doesn't go yeah. as well um I think I sort of knew it from, you know, before I lived near there, I knew it from Monopoly. Oh, yeah. The Angel Islington, yeah, you know, if you've heard true. of it, it's like that. So, um, oh, it's funny you say about texting, though, because I think that kind of thing's quite good for Crips. Kevin chatted me up through Messenger on Facebook. Yeah. Because you've, you've actually got some barriers removed, weirdly, yeah. um, in that way. But thank you, Liz, as always. Can you give one last words of wisdom around romance? Romance. Just one. Romance, I think. Love, the, 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 the tiniest things mean the most. And one of the things that I love most, and it's priceless, is uh, holding hands with my wife. That's it, that's the time. I feel really close to her, I love doing it. I completely feel in love with her. It doesn't cost anything, there's no pressure, we can do it every day. It's just weird, but yeah, those teeny tiny things are, are more than all the cards and the chocolates. And I agree. 
and we don't often get that naturally in our lives at times the, the holding no, and I think you know, and uh, you know, and I say that also, knowing that I was not in a long-term relationship till my mid-thirties. So I also get how painful Valentine's can be. Um, in which case, buy the stuff for yourself. Buy those ridiculously shaped boxes if you want. Otherwise, just buy a big box of dairy milk or whatever your vegan alternative is or whatever it is. Buy it for you because that's the other thing. It's like bugger it. You're being told when to celebrate it. Celebrate yourself. I totally agree with that, Liz. And thank you very much Thanks for being plan. part of Penny Thoughts. And I want to say thank you for listening. I want to thank you for, I hope, enjoying the music, which is another track from my album, Spiral Sky by Spiral Sky. And yes, I chose it because it's called Wanting Love Lullabying Me, uh, written about 1983. Um, I actually don't remember the lyrics, but I know it's about longing and uh, I'm still very pleased with it, but hope you enjoy that. And a huge, huge thank you to my incredible friend, Liz Carr, for having that chat with me about Valentine's. So, as Liz says, let's enjoy every moment we have for ourselves and with our loved ones. And on that note, I will say goodbye. Thank you. And I will see you next month. It's going to be an International Women's Day special. And if there's anything you would like to hear or ask me, please do. You can find me on Facebook, Penny Pepper Writer, Instagram, at Pen Pep. And, um, oh, I got that wrong. Instagram, at Miss Penny Pepper, Twitter at miss at pen pep <laughs> time for me to go i think thank you my lovelies for your support and uh i will be back next month bye bye <laughs>